Alicia M. from Illinois says the angel membership provides tremendous value in the amount, variety, and quality of content. It also helps you fast track fulfilling your life's purpose, which is something I'm passionate about. Me too, Alicia. Thank you so much. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. Today we're here with Nicolette, who has beautiful angel stories to share with us. Thank you so much for being here, Nicolette. Thank you, Julie, for having me. And thank you so much for your beautiful work on this earth. I just have love, love, love listening to your podcast. They're just bring so much hope and love into this world. So thank you. Thank you for listening and allowing allowing me the opportunity to do this work. Oh, it's such a gift. Yay. So I'm going to have you take it away and share your first story. Yes. Thank you. You know, I've been really blessed and I feel like the angels have, you know, shown me different signs, like in a lot of ways. I'm going to share three that were most impactful, like in my life thus far. Yeah. Um, But like I said, I have many, so I'll give kind of a little bit of a background. So I grew up with just an incredible mother who just, you know, taught us all about, you know, how we can absolutely like create what we want here on earth. And she loved A Course in Miracles. And so she taught me at a young age, I remember like having these growing pains and she would just say, oh, honey, just bring in God's love and light. And like, you can heal that. So, you know, at a young age, I just believed in this loving energy. And I recall like at this, as a young little girl, going on this walk and knowing I could ask for whatever I wanted. And I just wanted this heart ring. So I just told the universe, okay, bring me this heart <laughs> ring. Didn't tell anyone. And like within a couple of days, all of a sudden I was like, oh, see mom, here's my heart ring. So I was like, just so in this magical space because I had this upbringing yeah. um, and I didn't know that it, there was anything different. So, you know, I had like psychic abilities when I was younger And then all of a sudden I became a teenager and was, you know, faced with the real world and realized that that was weird (laughs) and shut off every single gift and was like, I just want to be normal and exist on this world and just try to like live my life without seeing spirits or getting messages. No, thank you. So then that brings me to, you know, out of college, get married to the love of my life. And we waited a couple years to have to try to have our first baby. And of course, I just thought, well, the universe is going to bring me a baby like right away. And that wasn't that wasn't our case. So actually, um, this is kind of one of my first experiences of grief. And when I feel like I really knew that the angels and God stepped into my life in a beautiful way. So we had um, two miscarriages, like within a couple of months, and one was really early on. And I just kind of thought, oh, that's not, you know, a big deal. I feel like the soul's going to come back to me. Um, but the second one was really, really heart- devastating and just heartbreaking to me. I knew I wanted to be a mother, like more than anything in the planet, and just was very fearful that I wasn't going to be able to have that dream come true. So 
then we just weren't getting pregnant. So it was actually a year long process. And every day I would go out and I would, I had this loop and it didn't matter the temperature or whatever, but it was just my piece that I would do when I would go on like a walk run. And then towards the end, I would lay on a dock and, or like in just in the earth. And I would place my hand on my tummy and just pray to my God and the angels to please put just one baby in my tummy. And I was getting to a point where I would have done anything. So um, we just made the choice that we would go through in vitro. So we started kind of down that road. And because I only had two miscarriages, they were not going to pay for any testing of that sort. And I knew in my heart, like, I just didn't care. I wanted a baby and I didn't want to have to suffer through that. And I just felt so strongly that that was the best next step. So we're like waiting and waiting to do this process. And I was like, I feel a little different, but there's no way. Like, we're going to have this process. We're going to get in vitro. I'm not pregnant. Like, we haven't got pregnant in a year. And this month, we're certainly not trying to get pregnant. So anyway, um, we were pregnant. Uh, and became pregnant naturally. Oh, so, so lucky, right? But the blessing and how the angels in the universe guided me there was that they actually found out that I had a disorder for, that just affected like that first trimester. And um, it was like a clotting disorder. And because we went through these steps, I feel like, you know, they then were able to help me be on the medication that was necessary. And now I have like three beautiful babies and I'm just so grateful, so thankful. And then we never had problems after our first baby came in. And I just feel like that was like such a sign for me, like early on. And I also knew that, you know, I was really in like a fear mode after having those miscarriages. So that was kind of like one of the first moments of me just knowing that like angels and God can step into your life. And um, so that was one. Yeah, then, I love that. <laughs> yes. Um, then another is with my mama. So of course, like her and I had just such a special bond. She was of course my mother and incredible and amazing, but she was also my best friend and my compass. And I was so excited to be close to her, having babies, like having her help, you know, calling up mom, mom, what do you do with this situation? I was always on the phone with her. We were together really frequently, lived close by. And actually five and a half years ago, she was diagnosed with terminal cancer. And I'll never forget her sharing that. And it was almost like you just there was just no way. So I just, it was so hard to take in in that moment. Like I just pictured her being in our lives on earth and like doing all the things that I would love to do with my mama. So she, um, she did pass away. Actually it's five years in this month, Julie. So it's beautiful that I get to share this story now. Um, she decided to not go through like the typical chemo treatments and all of that. Um, she chose more of um, alternative therapies, one being healing hands. And it was actually a really beautiful way to be together. So she would lay on the table and some healers would gather around, family members would gather around. 
And we would place our hands on her and just ask for like the intention of God's love and, you know, healing to come through. And during that time, I feel that my gifts kind of opened up more and I could see like where she needed help and how to help her pain. And just, I felt like I could kind of read her mind at that point. So I feel like it was such a beautiful gift that she gifted us, of course, like as she's departing to heaven, because it was like one of the most meaningful ways to kind of spend time with her and just put our loving intention into her. It was hard in that I believe she was going to be healed and stay here on earth and now having more time and space after her departure, recognizing that there absolutely was healing that was taking place Um, in that moment. I couldn't see it. Right. So during um, her last couple of days here on earth, I was able to just snuggle her and love her up. So I got in the hospital bed with her and I just told mom, I love you so much. You are so incredible. Um, Thank you for being my mom. You can go to the light and just come back and make sure you visit me as birds, because I know you can do that. And, you know, you love yellow finches, so that'll be our sign. So she transitioned to heaven and I was just really devastated and heartbroken. Even though we had that time to say goodbye, it was just still so hard. Um, So, of course, I love being outside in nature. My husband encourages, you know, encourages that. And I didn't even want to get out of bed. I was just like so heartbroken. So he was like, honey, get out of bed. We're going on a walk. So we put the baby at this time. We just have two of our three babies. We put them in the stroller and we start on our walk. And this yellow finch (laughs) is chirping so loudly, Julie, that it was almost obnoxious. So we would stop the stroller And I was like, hi, mom, I see you. You are surely very loud. And she followed us on this entire loop. And I knew in that moment that she was so happy and that she was flying, right? During her last couple of months here, she couldn't walk and she loved walking and we love walking together. And so, um, and my two little babies, you know, I was, they were like, hi, Alma. And I was trying to encourage them. Like, that's your grandma. Like, oh, thank you for visiting us. Come back, come back, like keep on visiting us. So we still see her not as frequently as we did, like when she first transitioned. And I think she's still doing a lot of good work on the other side and knows that we're good. Um, but that was just such an incredible sign. Yeah that she gifted us. So, so grateful. So grateful. Um, yeah. I want to go into this in a couple of different ways. There's a lot that's coming through. Okay. One of the things that your mom wants me to share on this podcast, and this isn't really just for you, Nicolette, it's for everybody listening because there's other people listening who need this information. When you do this work as a healer, 
you come across souls who are at the end of their life. And there are souls who are going through in human form struggles with illness. And sometimes they know within themselves, I can fight this. I know I can fight this and I can win and I can beat this. And your mom said, there are some souls who know that this is the end of my road. And she said, um, I knew. And she said, the route that I chose to go was more so about me not being sick, even more sick the last few months of her life and her getting to feel that yummy oneness energy. And she said the healing was in feeling that oneness energy, feeling that healing energy coming through, feeling the vibration of home, feeling the vibration of the other side, and a way of preparing herself to re-enter that vibration fully. And she said every soul has to make their own has to make their own choice of which way they want to go at the end of their life. But she said it was my choice. And she said, I knew. And and do you have this sister? <laughs> okay. I don't know if there's someone in the family that was upset with yeah. her for not kind of going the other route. Um, she said, I knew it wasn't going to have the outcome that that everybody wanted it to have. She needed you to know that. There's a couple other things that she had me write down. There's lots of energy within your throat chakra of creativity. So it's a very creative energy. And um, as your mom was talking about this, as you were speaking before, she showed me Archangel Gabrielle right next to her, meaning that both of them are bringing through this message, which is there are things within your throat chakra that you need to speak creatively. Have you ever heard somebody say, like, I had to get up in the middle of the night and write something down because it was just <laughs> with me. And then after I did, I could, <laughs> do you? Okay, okay, because she's talking about that. She's like, and then I could go back to sleep. It's divine inspiration. Every artist is working directly with spirit. Spirit is coming through them. Spirit is bringing um, what needs to be created and birthed into this world, into this world. And I've been writing since I was 14 years old, and I can tell you this from experience, that when you're trying to write and it's just not there, there is nothing in the world that you can do to br- to bring yourself to this point of like, okay, God, give it to me like I'm sitting down with pen and paper. It's more so like, You've got five kids in the back. You're hustling them to different places. You're trying to get food for dinner. You're doing all this other stuff. Me, I've got a list on my hand written down because I'm still like a teenager of the five things I have to do that day. And then spirits like, oh, and by the way, here's what we need you to birth into this world. And you're like, where's a scrap receipt that I can start writing all of this stuff on? Because it's just a download in the craziest moments. I want you to familiarize yourself with the 
energy because it's not just a knowingness something's coming through if you really stop to feel what's happening there there is an energetic frequency yeah. you can feel an opening within the space within your auric field you can feel them really pouring something through there are times where I stop them and be like, okay, I have to get, you know, everybody to a safe space. I can't write and drive at the same time. Yeah. Um, hold on. I will bring through this information yeah. and they'll hold it for 24 hours for you. Right. <laughs> um, I've assigned a male uh, admin assistant that is my oh. angel who, whenever I have something where I'm like, I'm coming back to this, I want this, I want to bird this through, but I can't do it in this moment it's okay to assign an angel that you have to take notes until you're able to come back to that information. It's and then beautiful. once you're, yeah, yeah. I want to give a big thank you to Jenna Kutcher for recommending me as the top intuition and manifestation coach. Because of her, I'm featured in this month's issue of Goss Magazine. If you'd like to work with me, join my angel membership. A whole new year of content and live events begins January 1st. The biggest impact I've seen is the angel membership has helped countless people move from feeling stuck, grief-stricken, frustrated, anxious, lonely, or depressed to feeling constant support, joy, love, bliss, ease and peace because it's like they learn the angelic secrets to living life. I've watched so many souls take the tools in the membership and manifest the perfect relationship, the job they desire, or that special something that's been calling to them within their heart. So if your angels have been calling you to join the angel membership, that is a message. They're saying to you, hey, we know where you're going and we're trying to help you get there, but you need these tools in the angel membership to do so. If you need a scholarship, friends, a link is in the show notes below. If you want more info and a special promotion, use the link in the show notes to register for a discovery call this week. Don't miss the most transformative year of your life. Angel members, we start a whole new year together as a community on January 1st. Register today at theangelmedium.com. So lots of information that needs to come through. For you, I wouldn't be surprised if you feel a lot within your throat because there's so much there that you need yeah. to get out and say. You're also going to feel a lot of fulfillment, your mom said, as you bring through that divine information. So tell me what's resonating oh. for you. Okay. So um, my mom always wanted to write a book. And so I do feel like I get those downloads and just, and actually Archangel, Archangel Gabriel is one that I've asked to come in and to connect and so I'll just all and start writing and I'm like, this is so easy. And then I'll go back and I'm like, did I really write that? So I feel like I have it like all pieced and I just have to kind of put it together in form. Mm -hmm. And I think there is some fear 
of, cause I'm a really private person too. Uh, but so I feel like I'm going to carry on my mom's dream of writing a book and make it happen. And that's kind of going to be like my next step in my career and like what I do. So I would love to just like help people live their best life. This message, this next message isn't just for you. It's for everybody listening. There's a moment when you watch the movie Interstellar yeah, where Matthew McConaughey has this realization. He has felt throughout his entire life that he had a bigger purpose. And there's a point at which he realizes it wasn't for him that he was there to do the work. Mm -hmm. It was for his daughter to fulfill mm -hmm. the entire purpose, to fulfill the prophecy per se. And your mom just showed me that scene and handed it to you, that the purpose that she had always felt within herself to write the book was the baton was passed to you. And there's so many of us out there, my dad being one of them too, he says that all the time, where it starts with our parents, they feel something, they know something within them. Gosh, but when you start doing the spiritual work, you start to see time in such a different way. And a hundred years here is really so short from the other side. And it's not enough time at times to fulfill the purpose that we're here for. So oftentimes uh, our purpose ties into the purpose of others and that's mm -hmm. the case for you here. That's beautiful, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Mm -hmm. One more piece, uh, how old are your girls? So my daughter is nine and then I have a seven-year-old and a three-year-old and they're both boys. Okay, we're talking about your daughter here. Is she into like sports or something? I keep yeah. seeing her at activities and your mom said, would you tell um, Nicolette that I'm in the stands with her? Oh, that's going to make me cry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just know that she's watching all of the games too. Oh. And uh, keep talking to her, Nicolette. She talks to you all the time and you're hearing her. Um, yeah. Keep going with it. Okay. Thank yeah. you. And I do have one more angel story. Yes. Yeah. Please share. Okay. So this one is just in my mind, like just incredible. Like I feel like it's like a miracle, <laughs> like just such a blessing for me. Um, so this was again, shortly after my mom had transitioned and I knew that I had to like come up with some routine, having young kids that was just for me because, you know, before kids, I could go be outside for hours and nobody needed me. So I started like a morning routine, which has stuck with me for quite some time. And it's now it used to be like, yay, I did my morning routine where now it's like getting dressed and brushing your teeth. Like I need my morning routine. So I wake up early. I do like a prayer, a meditation. I just got into like drawing different angel cards. And um, it's just such a beautiful way for me to connect and to feel that oneness energy and to just kind of start my day fresh. So during this time, I was reading about the angels and I just always knew that they were around. I felt like I could feel their presence, but I didn't necessarily call on like the archangels by names or no like a ton about them. I just knew that they existed and that was beautiful. Right. 
Um, but I knew that I needed help and more help to heal the grief and to heal my children and their sadness for losing their grandma and mine. And so I was reading about Archangel Michael and I was like, okay, angels, Archangel Michael, like if you really exist, like, please just give me a sign. Like I need a sign. And so didn't really think much of it. You know, my kids are up, I'm getting them ready. And we had a routine where like you sit at the breakfast table and I would, you know, read a devotion, feed them breakfast. And all of a sudden my daughter, who I believe has spiritual gifts, she's four at the time, looks at me and she goes, mommy, Amma came down. And I was like, what? You know, what's she talking about? Okay, well, I'm like, Eva, honey, what does she want to say? She was like, mommy, that she loves you. And so I was trying not to like have a huge reaction. Like I had tears streaming, but I wanted, I didn't want her to think that that was like weird. Um, So I was like, oh, well, tell her not to leave and that I love her. And she's like, oh, mom, she left. And I was like, oh, I'm so sad that she left. And she was like, oh, mom, she comes back here and then she goes up to heaven she's like but that big angel on that couch is always (laughs) hanging around and I was like what big angel she's like mom right there on the couch so goosebumps like full-on can you give me a clear sign so I was like well thank you honey for like telling me this and at that time I didn't feel like it was right to like show her pictures to kind of put that imprint in her mind. So later I was like, Hey honey, do you think you could pick out like, how does this angel look? And so I showed her some pictures of angels and it absolutely was like a picture of Archangel Michael. Wow. You know, even now I'm always just so amazed at how these children, right. Who are so conditioned to be in that oneness energy and that God energy, how they can see the angels, see all these things that we sometimes shut off, right? And that my daughter was has been like one of my most beautiful messengers here on earth. And just like last night, she was telling me, she's like, yeah, mommy, this is how my archangel or my guardian angel looks. And I just think that that's so incredible and so beautiful. So now I don't ask as much, like, show me a clear sign because I just know and believe I can feel them when they come in. Um, And they're, of course, always with us, which we know, but that free will, right? Inviting them into your home and asking for their assistance and help and just trying to teach my children that too Mm -hmm. at a young age. So, yeah. That was I like- love that. <laughs> That's incredible. Well, first you have to come over and share that on the, um, do you think that she would want to come on the intuitive kids podcast and share it? <laughs> I could ask her, like, she does get quite shy about yeah. it. Cause I think she's already programmed. Like we, we can talk about it in our house, but it's not yeah. something that she absolutely sees. Yeah, she has to be comfortable with it. But if she is, we can do audio only if she wants or whatever she wants to do. 
Yes. I love that story because, and that's why we're starting the kids podcast too. My goodness, they see so many different things just for everybody listening to just so that you have this awareness. Um, when we really started to dive into the logistics of how are we going to do a kid's podcast, there are kids that are like zero years old to 18 years old. And as we all know, cause we've experienced it, you don't like the same things at all points and you're you're growing and learning and so we kind of had to zone in on what age group is this podcast going to be for and we decided like 8 to 14 yeah that kind of like um mid elementary school through middle school is where a lot of i think you said it to your point earlier we step away from our intuition. Like we know we have gifts as kids and then we start to step away from it. The angels have said, and I wrote it down, this generation and everyone after that will be able to keep their intuition throughout childhood, teenagehood and beyond. So that is really an energy that's coming into this generation. So she's like perfect, perfect story to bring in. Um, If she's willing, don't want to like force anything whatsoever. I can't let you go though, Nicolette, without bringing (laughs) through this one other thing. Your mom showed it to me like six (laughs) times. Do you know if she had a miscarriage? Because there is a little girl on the other side with her. And this little girl, um, I see her as older now, obviously, but I see her as being your sister. And they keep talking about how you have a sister on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, the closest thing that I see to guides are part of our soul family that work with us very intentionally aspect of our life within our spirit team. And she has shown me every sign and symbol that I have for conveying that message that she's working with you a lot. So I I needed you to have that information so that as you're in prayer and meditation and connecting with them, one, if you feel that other uh, female presence, that younger presence with your mom, it's her. Okay. Thank you. That's so beautiful. Yeah. But then too, so that you could connect with her more. Yeah. Thank you, Julie. Of Mm. course. Nicolette, thank you so much for being here on the show. Thank you. Awesome to you. Oh, to you as well. Yeah. To everyone listening, if you love this podcast, if you think somebody needs to hear this episode, share it over on your social media feed. Take a screenshot and share it with your folks. And while you're there, follow me at Angel Podcast. You can also join our free Facebook group called the Angels and Awakening Podcast Tribe. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Beautiful soul, thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are around you right now, who's connecting with you, and what messages they have for you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a session. You can do a reading with me or a member of my team. We're all incredible. 
We all talk to angels daily, and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the very best they can to support you and guide you to your best life. If this sounds like you, virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website. Sign up today. And if you're the person who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, growing your intuition, starting your own healing business, you can sign up for my Angel Reiki School to become a certified angel messenger. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to get clients. That's the Angel Reiki School at theangelmedium.com or DM me on Instagram at angelpodcast with any questions. Before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hands on your heart. Take a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love is right in front of you. Step into that love and feel it as it fills your body, chakras, and auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? And open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have just for you. <laughs> 